in finding this balance, I've been really trying to stress to myself, I need to find the balance that works for me. It's not my responsibility, nor is it my priority to find the balance that society tells me I need to have or that someone else tells me I need to have or even adopting the balance that looks like it's working for someone else but might not work for me. My mission this year has been to seek balance and find a unique creative ability to hone my skills of intentional living and intentional business, which is what LaRue is all about in general. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. I'm so excited to give you guys this October update. I cannot believe we are 10 months into this series. So if you're new to the podcast or new to the series, I decided at the beginning of 2023 that I was going to record a podcast and write a blog every month talking about my goal setting, where I'm at with my goals for the year, where I'm at with my habits, my routines, my intentional life and living journey in general. And I have kept to it the first podcast of every month and the first blog of every month chronicles this journey. And it's really been extraordinary to go back and listen to them just on my own and see how I've grown, where I've succeeded, where I've kind of fallen short of the line I've set for myself. And it's just kind of a cool way for me to explore different ways of chronicling and journaling and keeping track of things. And I've really enjoyed the podcast version of this and being able to sit down once a month and take a really hard look at my goals and what I've achieved for the month, how good I've been and how diligent I've been with my habits and my routines and with things that are just generally very important to me, which if you guys know me in detail, my intentional living journey is my whole life. It's it's my reason for continuing each day. It's the reason I want to improve. It's the reason I set goals. It's the reason I challenge myself. And This journey to do so has been really fantastic to holding myself accountable, exploring the ways I can improve, and just talking things out. I've always said on this podcast that I really love my ability to just essentially have a conversation with myself. And in roughly a half hour to 45 minutes, I come to some sort of new conclusion that I didn't have before because this conversation, whether one person is listening to it or a million people are listening to it, which I really hope we get those numbers one day, that'd be amazing. But either way, no matter how many people are listening to it, it's very productive just for myself, which has been very rewarding and very self-fulfilling. So anyways, I'm very excited to come to you guys with the October update. I have lots to say about this, more so or the biggest point I think I should make first when I was kind of journaling about, or not journaling, but kind of writing notes on what I wanted to touch on for this podcast, I realized that I am very much so already in like end of the year 2024 energy. 
And I am definitely someone who wants to stay very present. But as my entrepreneurship journey continues to grow, I've realized that that seems to be a more taxing task, a more difficult task to achieve to stay so present because we're constantly setting new goals for ourselves. And I realized as I've been setting this goal to launch the LaRue community, which is so exciting, uh, and I will touch on that a little bit later, but I'm going to need some advice and a little roundtable conversation to talk about what you guys want to see, see in this community. But that conversation is coming up. Uh, probably next week, so stay tuned. But anyways, I'm realizing that it seems more and more difficult to stay so present in the moment and stay so present with the goals I have very currently, like for the day or for the client, because I'm consistently looking ahead to what's coming. So for example, with this community launching in the new year, I am already so very much in that energy. Like it feels like January 1st is tomorrow. So I've been really trying to find ways that I can stay more present. And I think that that is going to be my goal for the next month, my primary goal, because to update you guys holistically, habits and routines are going pretty well. I'm making some adjustments. I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm working with a personal trainer again, which feels very exciting, just feels really good. It came as a decision when... My health journey started sparking up again, or that's not really the right way to say it, when I started going through this newer health journey, and I've kind of reached my own personal plateau in the gym and in any sort of weight loss or weight gain and just changing my body to making sure I'm feeling more comfortable in it. So I decided to work with a personal trainer again, and I haven't been diligent about the way I've been working with my training and working with my eating habits and et cetera. So that's the only major habit that I need to continue adjusting. But within my primary set of habits and routines, I feel really confident with where I'm at and how I'm approaching my day to day. My mindset has felt really strong ever since I've been making some major steps to working on the business and working on myself, uh, specifically in the last several months, you know, hiring a personal assistant and taking just taking charge and taking some very large leaps I've felt really confident in the way I'm showing up in my day-to-day not only in my business and the persona that I show others but just for myself I feel really confident with where I'm at right now overall things are going so amazing and that feels so empowering and it feels so good and we all know that feeling of once you start building momentum that confidence in it just continues to grow and that momentum keeps getting higher and higher And a a small example of this is just the other day I was in Charleston. So I am down two trips of three. I have one more left. Uh, But I was in Charleston for a client and I was so busy doing so much, not just for that client, but for my clients and for the business. And I had calls and et cetera. So the day was just jam packed and it was a Friday, like already you're working on Friday energy. But the day felt really good. Because when I get that energy, and I've told you guys this this a million times, when I get that energy of like, okay, shit has to get done right now, it's very easy for me to make decisions. I don't have time to congregate around several decisions and mull them over. Like I just have to be quick with my decision making, which is such a great side note, just such a great entrepreneurial spirit and ability to have because the more we'll mull over things the more we sidetrack things the more we get indecisive and are unable to make any final decisions so it felt really good to have that day and I was reflecting on it over the weekend 
and when I got back and had a busy weekend. And I've realized that 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 really is the energy I thrive in as long as I maintain calm and maintain a sense of organization within those decisions and within those calls and tasks that I need to get done. So anyways, just a sidetrack note, but translating that concept to my life in general and my intentional living journey as it has been this year and as I move into, as we move into the last quarter of the year, I can't, I I truly can't believe we are coming up to 2024. It's, it's a quick talking, but exciting. So anyways, as I've been kind of moving on this timeline and realizing where my strengths really lie, because I think that that was one of my major goals this year in finding balance, which if you are unfamiliar with the series, balance is my word of the year. In finding this balance, I've been really trying to stress to myself, I need to find the balance that works for me. It's not my responsibility, nor is it my priority to find the balance that society tells me I need to have or that someone else tells me I need to have or even adopting the balance that looks like it's working for someone else but might not work for me. My mission this year has been to seek balance and find a unique creative ability to hone my skills of intentional living and intentional business, which is what LaRue is all about in general. And over the last several months in the begin- since the beginning of 2023, my ability to find this balance, like I've said in, in all of this series, has become more and more clear. However, I have certainly realized that what might feel balanced today might not be what works for me a week from now or a month from now. What felt like balance to me at the beginning of this year in January, February, March, April, etc. isn't what feels balanced to me now. So this idea of seeking a balance, it has definitely not been linear. It is not something that stays consistent. It changes day to day. And I've had so much compassion in that realization for myself because I've been able to say, okay, if I need extra sleep today, or if I need extra time to work on clients versus internal business stuff, or if I simply don't have the energy, courage, or determination to get to the gym today, it's okay for me to say, this isn't what's in balance for me today. It's not an excuse because it's not something I do every day. It's something I can make adjustments for. Like for example, if my off day for the gym is on Wednesday and I feel really good and strong, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go today because on Friday I know I have you know, 10 calls or whatever, that sounds a little excessive, <laughs> maybe three or four or five calls. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I know my my social meter, my, my social capacity for the day is going to be dead and I'm going to need to rest and recharge. And that rest and recharge might not look like working out. It might look like relaxing on the couch with a glass of wine, reading a book, watching TV, whatever it is. So this this idea of seeking balance has ebbed and flowed so beautifully that as this year continues to come to a close, I'm realizing that balance is something that I need to ask myself, what feels like balance today? What feels like balance this week? What feels like balance for what I have on deck for the week or what I feel like I have a capacity for this week? And I need to make sure that every time I'm asking myself that question, I'm not setting a certain set of standards or priorities that feels out of balance. Just because I might have had a kick-ass week last week, I powered through my entire to-do list and I, I got so much done 
that is not realistic every week of the year, right? What if I have to travel? What if I have to have, you know, a couple doctor's appointments here or there? Or what if I have to go on vacation? You know, God forbid. (laughs) Or what if something else comes up? Like, it's just not realistic. And it's also not realistic to maintain that energy. You know, we're going to reach energy depletion. So asking myself, what feels balanced today? What feels balanced for me right now has felt so, so empowering and so enlightening to giving myself more courage, more compassion to take what I need right now, to make sure that I'm both filling my cup while I'm emptying it, while I'm exerting my energy. So all of that is to say, my balance journey has been going really well. I feel really strong in what I'm taking on day to day. And I'm realizing that I do have a capacity for certain things. And if I overexert that capacity, I am going to reach either a daily burnout. That's a much smaller you know, version of a burnout. But I am going to reach burnout at the end of the day. Or if I'm not realizing that and I'm not taking those those capacities into consideration, then I am going to reach a long-term burnout, which as you guys know, I've talked about burnout so many times on this podcast. I have some really exciting guests, hint, hint, coming on to talk about burnout, uh, continuing that conversation. But it has felt really good to allow myself this space to explore what balance really means because I just don't want to set myself within these very specific standards that I know I cannot meet every single day of my life and that goes for and this goes back to the conversation we were having uh, maybe last week or the week before about how intentional living has this complete foundation that will never waver but the the trees that grow in that foundation this was the metaphor I was using I really liked it the trees that grow on that foundation or the roads that are paved on that foundation, they're going to have potholes sometimes. They're going to have bumps on the road. They're going to have trees or leaves that fall off or leaves that fall off the tree and change with the seasons of our lives. So the the goal for balance this year certainly falls within that restraint or probably not the right word to say that certainly falls within that ebb and flow because my habits and routines change on a day to day. So anyways, going back to the October update as a whole, I would say that I'm feeling really strong and really motivated in my habits and routines. And I honestly can say, I don't know that I would have reached this type of beautiful and compassionate realization had I not been recording these podcasts, had I not been chronicling this journey for myself. Because, you know, balance is always this idea of balance, this idea of achieving balance is always going to be sitting at the back of my head if that's the goal I set for myself for this year, but if I don't actively think about it, if I don't actively talk about it, how am I going to know what kind of progress I made? So this podcast has truly, this podcast series and the blog series has truly been such a blessing and getting to this realization. And within that balance, going back to kind of the original note I was leaving towards in this podcast Balance also invites a certain level of presence to this journey, really touching on the note I just mentioned, you know, making sure that I have this idea of being present, being balanced in the back of my mind. But if I don't consciously think of it, how do I know if I'm, quote, achieving it? How do I know if I'm, you know, being it, actively maintaining whatever it is that I want in my life right now? And so I've been having this realization late as of like very late, like the last several days that I might not be, not might isn't the right word, I am not, 
as present as I would like to be, especially as someone who is living an intentional journey, is practicing intentional living on a day-to-day basis. You know, I have set intentional living as the base standard for my entire life. It's the standard and foundation from which all of my beliefs are sprouted from, from which all of my dreams grow from. It's my core value of who I am and who I want to live my life to be. And being present is very much something that I have not prioritized in the past because I am someone who's very, very goal-oriented. And I think that if you are goal-oriented, it's hard not to think about tomorrow, the month to come, the week to come, the year to come. It's it's hard not to think about prioritizing that end goal that you're you're working towards and looking at how you can get there right now. I found that presence isn't something I am always comfortable in as well. Because I'm, as a Virgo, as a perfectionist, as someone who has strong OCD tendencies, like I'm always looking for ways to improve myself. And by not being present, I'm also removing myself from the ability to have gratitude for what I have now. And even though I practice, I do practice daily gratitude journals or daily gratitude dumps, whatever you want to call it. So essentially, I set a timer for 10 minutes and I just do a gratitude dump. I am grateful for my friends, my family, the roof over my head, the running water I have, the clothes in my closet, the bed I'm in my bedroom, like etc. I do practice really deep and thoughtful gratitude dumps. But when I'm not in that 10 minutes, which is just a very small portion of my day, how grateful am I really being for what I currently have? I am constantly fixating on the things I'd like to quote you know fix or change in my life which again removes me from the ability to be present and removes me from the ability to have gratitude for what I currently have so I think my message for the October update is really my goal for the next three months because I have these steadfast goals that I'm practicing I have these these steadfast beliefs goals dreams habits, routines, etc., a balance that I'm working towards every single day. But I think in setting all of those things and, and hyping myself up for all of these goals, all of these dreams, all of these habits, routines, etc., I have removed my ability to be very present in my life. And if you're someone who practices a lot of work in spirituality, uh, a lot of work in self-help, you know that a lot of these texts, a lot of these you know, pieces of wisdom come from this idea that you have to be present. And this is a lesson I learned a very long time ago that I used to feel incredibly, incredibly uncomfortable with. So to take you back, uh, kind of relating to, I, I feel like it's been months since I've recorded a podcast. I think it was last week's podcast I talk about this. Yeah, the foundation of intentional living or whatever the name of it was. If that wasn't last week's, I think I'm, you know, getting a little Delulu over here with all of this travel and I've just lost all concepts of time. But anyways, whatever podcast that was, if it was last week or the week before, where I was talking about the foundation of intentional living, I had talked to you guys about my journey with intentional living several years ago when I began. And at the beginning of that journey, something I was learning that honestly was a lesson I absolutely hated and couldn't <laughs> couldn't grasp onto, couldn't believe, was that in order to get the things that you want in your future, you have to become comfortable and okay and have gratitude for the moments you're in right now. 
And I remember a very, very specific moment of having what felt like absolutely a panic attack about this idea. So I was at the gym one morning. I used to go to the gym at when I was first beginning my intentional living journey. I went like hard, hardcore with the habits because I had all the time in the world to do so. It was COVID. I didn't have a job. I was recovering from my knee surgery, etc. So I was at the gym at like 6 a.m. I think I used to wake up at 530 and get to the gym at 6. And I would work out from 6 to 7, 6 to 730, whatever. So I would spend my mornings at the gym, you know, which always felt really good because it meant getting my endorphins up for the day, getting my sweat and my my workout and activity done right at the beginning of the day. I really loved it. And I still go to the gym most days at like 6 a.m. 6, no, 6.30. I wake up at 6 a.m. So anyways, long, all of that is to say, a long, long time ago, I want to say I was about maybe three-ish months, three to five months into my intentional living journey. So still very fresh, still very much in the learning phase of consuming an absolute abundance of self-help books, podcasts, spirituality, um, meditation, EFT. I was learning about it all, right? So in this day or in this time, there there was a day where I woke up and I went to the gym as I normally do. I had my Celsius. I got ready for the day. I, you know, got dressed, was drinking my Celsius, got in the car, put on my gym playlist and drove to the gym, which was, you know, five minutes from my mom's house. That morning when I woke up, there was a, a very big sense of feeling off. I just I couldn't pinpoint what it was. I had this like it, it was a feeling in my body and it was a feeling that I usually associate when I get panic attacks. It was like this very uncomfortableness in my own skin. Like I was very antsy. My legs were restless. I I just felt very uncomfortable in my own body. So anyways, I I woke up, felt uncomfortable, but did what I usually do. Got dressed, you know, started drinking my Celsius, which obviously doesn't help because it's a energy drink essentially, but a healthier version. And I drove to the gym and I started working out. And at this time, I used to start with cardio. So I would do 30 minutes on the treadmill and then work out and do my lifting. And in that 30 minutes on the treadmill, I would listen to a podcast. So during this time, I was religiously listening to a select few of podcasts. I was utterly obsessed with them. Like I was so obsessed with consuming the knowledge of these podcasts. And I was listening to one in particular about having gratitude and being present. And I would definitely say in the conversation of wellness, spirituality, intentional living, etc., having gratitude and being present most certainly go hand in hand in these conversations. They're usually talked about within each other and one relates to another. So I was listening to this podcast about gratitude. I'm walking on the treadmill. There's, you know, the gym is packed. People are around me. And I'm feeling very antsy and I start this podcast and about 10, maybe 15 minutes in, I start to feel the panic attack happen. And it it was such a composition of so many different things happening. I already felt antsy. I already felt panicky. But it was the podcast that really set me off, I think. You know, again, like I said, the Celsius didn't help. I was walking. My, My heart rate's already very high to begin with. So this podcast, the message of this podcast, they were talking about how having gratitude for the present moment despite how utterly uncomfortable it can feel is what is what gives your manifestations power essentially it is what fuels 
your manifestations to come through because without having gratitude for what moment experience whatever is going on now you cannot feel gratitude for what you will get for what you will want and I remember listening to this podcast listening to this message and thinking okay what can I be grateful for right now and there was a laundry list of things that I'm always grateful for my parents my family my friends the my my home I'm living in running water you know etc all of the things that you know far too many people in this world don't have and I was thinking about all of these things but then I was thinking about them and I got to this conclusion at the end of this list that none of those things that I was grateful for were things about myself I wasn't grateful for like I or I was but I wasn't these weren't things I was listing I wasn't listing things I was grateful for as far as like my personality, how I treat my friends, how I showed up to the gym today. Like everything I was listing was outside of myself. And when I realized this, it felt like a very shocking moment of self-loathing and self-hatred. And that was something I was trying so desperately to move out of. The, the, the phase before me beginning my intentional living journey was very much a phase of not being able to look myself in the mirror, not being able to come to terms with who I was. And when I was having this realization on the treadmill, I immediately stopped, felt the panic attack coming. I went to the gym locker room, like tried to calm down and I just decided I couldn't. And I left again, going back to the conversation about social capacity or your capacity to take things on during the day. It just didn't, I just didn't feel like I could get through it today. So I went home and I started, you know, thinking about these things, contemplating these things. And I happened to have... Thank, very thankfully, I had a meeting with my EFT practitioner at the time uh, later that day. So I met up with her on Zoom and I, I had a two-hour meeting with her. And we talked about my emotions and I realized that what I was lacking was a gratitude for the present moment of who I am. It's very, very easy as human beings to list things out that we're grateful for that are things outside of ourselves. We place so much gratitude and so much joy, which is wonderful. We shouldn't stop doing this. We shouldn't stop placing this gratitude and joy outside of ourselves. We should never stop being thankful for the people in our lives, our job, our finances, our our homes, our everything outside of us. But we also need to make sure that when we are practicing these gratitude dumps and when we are practicing being present we're also practicing gratitude for ourselves. It's very easy to forget about ourselves. Even as someone who practices this journey so deeply, even as someone who's been practicing this journey for such a long time now, it's easy for me to forget about me. And I'm always consistently prioritizing, you know, the business and my relationships and my boyfriend and my home and things like that, that sometimes I forget to ask, hey, what do I need? What feels good to me? Or forget to say, hey, I'm really grateful you showed up today. I'm really, really grateful for this moment. And that's actually a beautiful practice that oh, my wonderful yoga instructor does at the end of each course. I do a hot yoga class usually once a week. I've definitely fallen behind on that more recently just with all of the travel. But the girl I go to see um, at the yoga studio I go to in the city, she has such a wonderful practice. You know, at the end of the class, you're just a complete sweaty disgusting mess drenched in it from head to toe I'm literally you guys like at the end she has us do planks usually 
and you know I adore her but at the, during the playing scene, I'm cursing her name the sweat is dripping off my nose like it's just a delightful scene but it is very magical it is very spiritual and at the end of the yoga we do shavasana which is the moment of rest at the very end of the class and I totally wish this was longer but it's usually only a few minutes and at the end before she goes into deep silence where we can you know have a moment to ourselves she prompts the silence and she always says uh at the very end of the class you know to pull your legs into your chest you're laying on your back wrap your arms around your chest giving yourself a really big hug and she says to say out loud thank yourself for getting here today and that moment always feels very enlightening very beautiful very serene very very much rooted in gratitude and it's very easy I think for us as humans just to forget about ourselves I think I I, I specifically you know you might be different but I do tend to put a lot of things before myself and that's definitely something I'm trying to unlearn in this intentional living journey but I tend to put you know, things like my home, my relationships, and most certainly my business ahead of my needs in the, specifically in the immediate moment. So in doing so, I think I've removed myself from the ability more often than not to have gratitude for the moment I'm in. And me saying this actively right now has even felt a little difficult because in the last 24 hours, I've had some stressors come up that I haven't had in a really long time. And I'm not going to go into detail. They do feel very, very personal to me. But I will say that I felt an overwhelming sense of anxiety over the last 24 hours, also because I am heading to the Forbes conference on Sunday. So not the next podcast, but the following podcast will be a Forbes recap. Next podcast is actually a very exciting guest podcast. And then the following one, I will do the Forbes recap and perhaps update you guys on what's happening with community. Uh, Essentially, my team and I are going to be sending out polling to get an idea of what you guys want out of this community. Uh, Make sure we're hitting the standards that you're ready to set and that you're ready to invest in. But anyways, in the last 24 hours, I've felt an overwhelming sense of anxiety and I've been trying to address it. I did a lot of tapping this morning. Um, and a lot of just internal addressing but in that I also did a lot of gratitude dumping and I realized this morning when I was thinking about this idea of being present I wasn't thanking myself enough thanking myself for how hard I've worked to get here to get to this moment to get to everything that I've achieved and this podcast I want it to serve as a reminder for you to do the same I want you to look yourself in the mirror at the end of this day and thank yourself for showing up thank yourself for everything that you were able to get done and if you think you didn't get enough done today thank yourself for the shit you did get done it's so easy for us to look at the downfalls in ourselves versus the success and I'm here to remind you that it's very very important to look at both and it's very important to prioritize looking at the success and looking at the achievement looking at the growth and the happiness more so than looking at where you think you've fallen short because we can always show up tomorrow and we can always show up better. So I think that's a really great note to end on. I really hope this hits. I really hope it helps. And as always, I love you all so, so dearly. Wish me luck at Forbes. I can't wait to update you guys on on it. I'm so excited. And I love you all so, so dearly. I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.